ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. The Wednesday, March 23rd edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. You probably don't because we're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. It's makeup day. We had to do the show in the studio Monday, so we're back here at the Union Pub and Grill where we're usually at on Mondays. And, of course, Wednesday means a new special. It's happy hour right now till 7 o'clock. That means $2 domestics. And coming up tonight, 9 o'clock trivia and $7 all you can drink from the well. So a couple of reasons why you should be hanging out here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Of course, you got some games to watch tonight as well, so you can put that up on one of the one of the many big screen TVs that are here at the Union Pub and Grill. You gonna be watching the NIT tonight? Got some quarterfinal action coming up tonight. Wake Forest is taking on Texas A&M. That's coming up tonight at seven o'clock. Washington State taking on BYU at nine o'clock tonight, and it's gonna tip off here in just a moment. CBI Championship. Not that we care about Conference USA anymore. Not that we've, we're caring. We, we divorced Conference USA. As a fan base, as an administration, we're divorcing. It's, it's a messy divorce. The breakup took place earlier. Conference USA doesn't want to let us go. That's fine. We're leaving anyway as a, as a media core, as a fan base, as a university, as an athletic program. We're all leaving. We don't care. But Middle Tennessee, if you do care, Taking on UNC Wilmington. CBI Championship. So good for Middle Tennessee State University. Good on them. I still like Middle Tennessee. I like them in Western Kentucky. I hate to see them go as far as the Marshall schedule is concerned, but I do like both of those schools. I wish they would have gotten in the Mid-American Conference. I I don't know if, if across the board, that maybe those fan bases agreed that the MAC would have been a great fit for them, but I think it would have been a great fit. Hopefully we can get those schools back on the schedule. Hey, remind me. Remind me next week. We're going to get Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spears back in studio. He said he'd do it for a few weeks. And so remind me next week. I'm going to put out a call for questions again. And I will remember, but somebody remind me as well. Let's ask about future games with Middle Tennessee or Western Kentucky. So let's put that on the list for next week. And we were going to do it Monday. I think we're doing it on Tuesdays because we're going to be back here at the Union on Monday. So we're going to do the usual Union show on Monday. And I believe we're going to have Mr. Spears in studio on Tuesday. So mark your calendars down. It was very informative. I mean, it was a great conversation with him. He was very forthcoming and very giving of his time, and he didn't really give me any of those softball answers. He put some stuff out there. So I'm looking forward to that continuation, that conversation. But let's ask that. At least put that on the agenda of questions to ask. We're going to see Western Kentucky. I know some of you want to see some certain opponents here. We'll we'll try to dive into We'll micromanage that as those things come up. I'm not going to specifically ask him. Maybe I will. I don't know. But I'm not going to specifically ask him, hey, are you going to play West Virginia? I know some of you might want that. I mean, maybe we'll ask it. 
But we'll ask definitely about maybe a couple of specific opponents. That's going to go down the list a little bit. Uh, give him some time here to actually you know, get through some other things. And, of course, he's speaking to uh, Herd 247 and Tom Bragg, and that's posted now. That's a free article, actually. So as soon as I'm off the air, uh, I'm going to read through that. But I know one thing he talked to Tom about, and he mentioned it to us as well as far as changing things out. That includes turf. You know, you got to change out logos on all the fields and all the courts, right? You can't have that Conference USA logo out there anymore. And I saw on social media, and I know Tom, when he was talking to Mr. Spears, and that's one thing that he was um, talking to him a little bit about as well, and he got into it a little bit more because the turf is coming up. It's going to be changed because that was already in the works. And, of course, you're going to get the new Sunbelt logo. You're going to put some new designs out there. You know, spruce it up, right? Yeah, going into a new league, spruce it up. It's time to change the turf. And some of you on social media, again, I don't know what percentage of this is the fan base right now, but some of you were cool with it. Like, yeah, yeah, you got to change the turf. It, it just happens. It's maintenance. Some of you were like, hey, look, let's get that baseball park built first before we're talking about, oh, turf at the football field. I think you can do both. I think you can work on football, get the turf rolling. I think you can also do long-term projects, medium term projects, short-term projects. I think you can do a little bit of everything right there. But yeah, where are you? Are you in the camp? Are you in the camp of, hey, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Why are you doing turf? Well, you gotta get the you got to get the logo off. And I know that's an easy process, but, you know, might as well just put the new turf down. Get the new turf. It's time. We're maintaining the, the football field. Those things don't last forever. This isn't like a grass field where you got to maintain that as well, but these things don't last forever. So I'm kind of curious where you're at. Now, I've got the phone lines, our phone line, and we're going to open that up a little bit later on for you because i got coming up here in the next few minutes Michael Swan, Marshall women's soccer coach. Haven't caught up with him in a while, so we're going to talk to him. But I do have the text line. That is open right now, 304 523 2275. That's 304 2275. So you can throw your comments in. I'd love to hear them. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. So you've got several ways to do this. The text line, of course. You can also hit me on Twitter. So if you're you're scrolling along and you're listening to the show, go ahead and, and drop me a line. Or if you got your phone handy and you're where you can text. Don't text and drive. Don't do that. That's the only thing I ask. Hit me up. Again, 304-523-2275 with the text line. And, of course, if you're on Twitter right now, it's at Paul Swan. So I'm kind of curious what you think. Are you among that? Is it a vocal minority? I mean, I I see things on social sometimes, and I'm thinking, really, is, is that where we're at right now? I think we can do both. I think we can take care of football. And at the same time, let's take care of baseball the right way. And if you haven't heard my interview with Mr. Spears just yet, it's on our podcast right now. If you don't subscribe, I would be I would be indebted to you if you would do that, if you would give me a follow. So if you get your podcast on Spotify or if you get them on Apple Podcasts or you get something else, you use something else, you know, go search for The Drive with Paul Swan and you can follow me there. I would appreciate that. And we post the shows on a pretty solid regular basis here. So if you miss something, you want to go back and listen to it, or you can't tune in, 
and you'd like to get it a little bit later on or just get it when you want it. We got it posted for you right there. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, I would appreciate that follow. If you haven't heard the interview yet with Mr. Spears, it's long, but it's worth it. He really outlined a lot of things, and I hope you can get a chance to go listen to that. We'll have some new questions for him coming up next week. Uh, I'm going to say that's 99% that we're locked in on that. But he said he'd do it, and so we're going to bring him in for the next few weeks. It was a great conversation. Hopefully we can ask him some new things, get some updates on some other things as well. I can answer some quick questions for you real quick. Uh, we're not going to get bathrooms fixed at Jones C. Edwards Stadium this season. That's not that's not happening. That's probably a little bit more of a longer-term issue. And really, that's part of, I think, the long-term fixes here. You want to improve the quality of the fan experience. And, and what's a big issue? Well, bathrooms. Bathrooms are always a big issue. You're going to spend several hours at a football game. And, of course, you would like to have some basic amenities. Trust me, for many years on the sky deck level of Jones C. Edwards Stadium, there was not a bathroom available. And they finally put bathrooms in. And they opened it up, put the suites in. I mean, but there was not a bathroom there. I get it, 100%. You know, I was more on the uh, working press level than the sky deck level. There were bathrooms there, thankfully, real close. Bathrooms are a big issue here. You, you might think, well, okay. That's not the highest priority. Yeah, it's a high priority, so I get that. All right, when we continue, Michael Swan, he's going to be our guest. We're going to talk Marshall women's soccer with him. I'm kind of curious what his wish list is with the athletic director. If he has a list of things he'd really like to uh, hit home on, we'll talk to him when we continue with this edition of The Drive live from the Union Pub and Grill here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue here in Huntington. And don't forget, it is happy hour, so until 7 o'clock tonight, $2 domestics. And we're going to be back here on our normal night on Monday. And don't forget, every Monday, it's $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. That's the Monday special. That's when we'll be back here next at the Union Pub and Grill. I want to welcome to the program now. It's been a few weeks since we've had a chance to get him back on, and now we're doing it. The head coach of the Marshall women's soccer team, Michael Swan, is with us. The herd taking on Ohio coming up on the 26th. Coach, good talking to you again. Yeah, Paul, how are you? Long I'm good. Yeah, we need to do this more. I'm going to get you in studio yeah. one time soon. I mean, oh, I'd love know, to. I've got something for you. <laughs> you we, we need to do that. So let's talk a little bit first about Ohio. You got that coming up on the 26th. Uh, you're trying to get a feel for your squad. What have you seen so far from your team, and, and how are you feeling about it? Yeah, we've um, we've we've actually been able to have a game already. Uh, we got to play a couple of weeks ago. Well, a couple of weeks ago, before spring break, we played uh, University of Charleston, and we've been you know preparing our young team. It's still a very very young team from you know having a, a COVID season, um, and we've really just hit the ground 
focusing on what we need to do as a team, how we need to get better, key moments of the game, how we finish games off, how we get back into games. So it's been it's been really good to see the young team growing. You mentioned young team, of course. I know a few weeks ago uh, you added several players to the signing class. Uh, what can yeah. you tell us about who's coming in, who's playing for you, and, and what what does this class mean to you as far as you know, we're coming out of the COVID situation, you know, we're getting more back to normal. And so I'm yeah. sure this probably feels better. You know, you're you're probably feeling like, okay, finally I can get started really going. Yeah, well, uh, all in, uh, to be honest, uh, the, the class we've got coming in is is we've got we've got a third of it already on campus, and um, we had two young ladies who joined us at break, um, who graduated early from high school, um, Bailey Fisher and Mikaela Greenis, um, and they brought it the ground running. So they've given us excitement. They've given us more uh, competition going forward. As far as the recruiting class goes as a whole, it's still a recruiting class that we you know we didn't want to go out and grab mass numbers we wanted to get the quality players that we needed so they're going to be joining us in the fall so this this is really the first true recruiting class that that we've been able to bring in um the luxury we've actually had this you know the last three months is it's really one of the first times we've been able to get on the road and look at our 23 class as well so that's been pretty much as exciting as what what it's been bringing in the two 22s who are who've hit the ground running and they're really making a big difference for us Let's talk about Bailey Fisher, a local girl from Hurricane High School. You know, she played with Ohio Premier, and so you get a little home flavor on your squad. You know, what does she bring to the team? So ba- Bailey's a very um, very good individual player, great on the ball, strong to push off. She's got a um, great ability to, to turn a defender. Once she's facing the target, there's, there's really one, one thing in her mind, and she's, she's going to hit the target or try and score a goal. Um, you know, she's got the, the, the traits that you need to have as a goal scorer to play Division One soccer, and she's got a lot of those traits. What we're seeing out of her now in the last couple of weeks is she's getting around some of the older, wiser heads that have that have played college soccer, and she's starting to pick up on some of the things when, when she can pass it and then get back into a dangerous area and then get on the ball. She's got a great feature. Um, we're going to expect good things out of her. I think she's, she's primed to have a really good freshman year. Uh, come 22 and the luxury that we've got is we've got a new league um, we've got a, a new recruiting class and they're not going to know what we've got so you know Bailey's going to be one of those great weapons that we've got so we picked up a really good local player um, who made the jump to play at the highest level in club soccer and it, it's paying off for us so that's that's what we want to do with our recruiting. Now you mentioned I uh, hope I wrote it down right uh, I, I'm trying to pronounce it uh, and I apologize in advance here. Uh, you said uh, Makaya was also on campus, right? Yeah, Makai. It's Makai Laguinas. Uh, she's Mackay. coming in from, yeah, in, another player who, who who went out as a youth player who really pushed herself to play on the best team um, in her region. Now, you know, Bailey's traveling up to um, Columbus to play. Makai's originally from Warner Robins there in Georgia, but she's traveling down to Florida to play her club soccer. So we knew we were getting two players that were going to be really committed to the cause, you know, for us as a university. But individually, both players have, have you know, got the got the drive to make themselves as good as they can. And they both played for two very good clubs who were established in the highest league. And both of them are feeding off each other. Um, two attacking players with, with two different qualities. Mackay's pacey 
Um, she's strong. She's she's definitely one of the quicker players in, in the league. And Bailey's more of the, the clinical finisher that we've got. So, you know, it's kind of a one-two punch that we added um, there towards the Christmas. So, it's exciting. As a whole, where does this class, if everything pans out the way you want, where does this class help you immediately and long term? I think immediately what it does, it's, it's you know, just, just short term. It's added that competition in the attacking area. Um, the big area that we're really going to strengthen is, is our defensive, you know, our defensive area. We've, we've added a transfer um, who, who was at a junior college from Norway, Regina Fiabema. Um, we're adding another defender, Madison Towns, who's coming in, at, in into a back four. You know, when, when we played a whole season um, in the fall, we played it without a true back four of defenders. We, we had a, a midfielder in there. We had a, a defensive midfielder. We had a, a, a centre-back who was, who, who was playing as a right-back. Um, due to a lot of injuries that we had, you know, over the case course of a year, we're going to get those players back, but we're also going to add those quality players coming in with a recruiting podcast. So, I can see this class being kind of the the missing pieces of what we were needing a year ago. And um, so we're a year year behind with with COVID, but I think we've really caught ourselves up here um, going into the going into the fall. You get a chance to see a little bit more what your team looks like going to Ohio. Then you're going to be back on the third next month, uh, taking on Bellarine. Mm-hmm. What kind of challenges Ohio offer you? Uh, what uh, What are you hoping to see uh, from them to challenge your team? Well, they're an established team. They're a, they're an older team that that's been in, in conference tournaments in the MAC. Um, you know, I think we, what we're going to add to that is the competition. That it's a local team. It's a local rivalry. Um, they're going to be strong, you know. They're going to have players who, who are probably playing to to get a starting spot because they've, you know, they've lost some seniors in their class, um, and in their program. So those players are going to have to step up, and and the players that we've got are going to have to, you know, muscle up and show them what we're all about. What we've what we've been able to do, um, by default over the last, you know, the last twelve months is we've 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 played against some teams that are a lot older, a lot wiser. Um, I think Ohio's got some experience, but I think they've got some some players in there that are going to be playing to, to get in that starting eleven. And you know, we want to we want to make sure that we're kind of in the micro cycle and building ourselves into that that type of team where you know we're going to be older and wiser in six months' time. So the challenge is is just rising to the occasion. You know, Division One soccer games competitive, and we're going to have to you know get in there and and fight to the end. Michael Swan's with me, Marshall's women's soccer coach. We really haven't had a chance to talk much about your new conference, the Sun Belt. You know, this is a little different than Conference USA. You know, what's it look like on the women's side? We know a little bit more about it on the men's side, but what can you tell us as yeah. far as your side's concerned? Well, the, the good thing is for the conference, we're, we're, we've added Old Miss to the equation and Southern Miss into the into the um, the Sun Belt, and you've traditionally had. South Alabama is one of the top teams um, who, who is, who's getting out of the Sun Belt um, for the last four or five years now. So we're adding that quality onto it. You know, what, what I think the, the, the good thing is for us as a, a new team coming in is they don't know us as a team, you know, and, and to be honest, not, not many Conference USA teams knew what we were going to have when we came in this year. 
Um, and we were just a stone's throw away from, you know, making making a 2-1 loss into a 3-2 win. Um, so we're excited about that. I think what we've got now going into the Sun Belt is just that added confidence to a young team who can, you know, really look at an opposition and we can, we're not looking at past records. We're looking now at, you know, this new opposition that we that we feel and, and we're confident enough that we can break them down. So, you know, no disrespect to a lot of the, the Sunbelt teams, but, you know, we're excited to go out and play try in South Alabama and Georgia State and Georgia Southern. And, you know, we get a, we get to play App, which is a, you know, somewhat of a local rival in, in football. And we get to, we get to build that with, with our relationship with them in, in women's soccer. You gotta love the travel as well. Conference USA travel is not as friendly as the Sun Belt. No, 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 no. It's it's not. Um, we do get to, you know, stay somewhat local. Um, we do get to go down and, you know, play coastal possibly if this schedule fits. Um, we do get to go to our old oppositions of ODU and Southern Miss, and you know, we've got JMU, which is only a, a four-hour drive versus a, a, a three-legged trip to UTEP. So, you know, hats off to our administration for getting us in this situation. And we're really looking forward to, to going out there and winning championships. Michael Swan's my guest, Marshall Women's Soccer coach. The herd taking on Ohio, traveling to Athens on the 26th, then back home on the 3rd next month, taking on Bellarmine. Have you had a chance really to get into some conversations with your new boss? Uh, I know Christian Spears is talking to every coach, you know, trying to get – Sort of feel for what your list looks like as far as what's going to help you. He talked to me on Monday about his win-win philosophy. You know, mm-hmm. have you had many conversations with him yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. I got to sit down with Christian. Um, absolutely energetic, absolutely goal-driven. You know, wants the best for the student athletes, wants the best for the coaches, wants the best for the community. It's it's one of those. It's a good relationship so far, and you, you can see some of the things that he's talking about to the coaches and the administrators that we've we've got to take a big step in order to get the experience a lot better for everyone. Um, you know, we we want to win championships. Every every coach, every team wants to do that, um, and I think Christian's the type of individual that's going to do that for us. He's going to give us the tools, give us the, the opportunities to to get out and perform. Um, you know, sitting down with him for. 45 minutes the other day in my win-win, you know, conversation, I came out very enthused. I was, I was, you know, ready to go. What changes can we make? What, what can we bring to the table? And how can we win a championship? Um, that's what I came to Marshall for. You know, I'm, I'm hoping to do it, you know, soon. Um, but you know, when I came in, I knew there was a lot of work to do in the program, and there still is. Um, so Christian's going to help us get there. Can you share some of the things you talked to him about, what maybe some of your top items were or some of the things maybe he brought up that, you know, you two discussed as far as things you can do to improve the program? Um, I, I think it's a process. Um, you know, we can we can talk about everything that we need and we can, you know, I know Christian's putting his list together in his head and, you know, where the priorities are going to lie and what it's going to look like. And, you know, what I can share with you is he's he's got high goals. You know, and we we want to get them get to those goals with them um, as as coaches, individually myself. You know, we're just we're just ready to make our program better, more competitive, give us more opportunities to get on the field and give our student athletes the very very best experience that they can get. 
Was there much talk about facilities? Uh, I know you share the facility with the men. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you and Coach Grassy kind of have a, a similar list when it comes to facility upgrades or at least facility you know, changes, things you want to see, uh, anything like that. you got a pretty nice facility, but you can always make it better. Oh, you can. You can make everything better. You know, when, when you're at the top of something, you know, you can't just make a full circle and just keep doing what you're doing. You've got to make it better every time you come around. So, you know, that's what we're looking to do. You know, we're looking to create a, a much um, better opportunity for our student athletes to just have everything, you know, to, to have the ability to, you know, maybe be housed in one building for everything that they do, you know, instead of, you know, looking at different places on campus that we've got to go to. We're fortunate enough to have one of the better facilities, um, women's soccer-wise, men's soccer-wise. But like you said, you know, we can make it a lot better. And, and that's what our goal is. You know, we're going to make it better as, as quick and as possible as we can. And, you know, we can do that with the help of the community and the people that are here supporting us, like yourself. Michael Swan, my guest, always welcome on the program. I meant to ask you earlier, when we were talking about your signing class, how how does the portal work for you as far as using it? How are you looking at it? You know, I know you're trying to grow the program. You're trying to get the foundation. You're trying to recruit well, get the best player you can. At the same time, you've got the portal out there. How's that working as far as women's soccer? You know, is there a lot of movement on it? And if so, you know, are you positioning yourself where you can maybe take advantage of it if it works for you, if it makes sense for you? You've got to be, you know, it's it's a staggering number that's out there. Um, it's around about a thousand student athletes for women's soccer in the transfer portal. So there's two factors that are playing into it. Um, more than anything one is um, kids now going to the transfer portal and they can do that the the second thing that's going into it is um, the COVID year or the, the super seniors and the, the, the kids that are are having to come back for a semester and, and the, the recruiting classes of a year ago are looking at it now going well coaches bringing three or four players back so I'm going to have to go into the portal and find another another place it's coming in waves, and, and when you're looking at all these different waves, you do your research on you know, what these players are going to look like, where it needs to go, um, who, we, who, we need to, you know, who we need to bring in to build it, what are our needs. Um, so for us, we're monitoring right now to see if there's players out there that are, that are going to pique an interest for us. We brought in a transfer student who's been phenomenal, Regina. Um, you know, we're looking to, to bring players into that quality. It's just like recruiting. You've got to bring in the right player for the right position at the right time for the right, you know, the right program. And, and that's how we're treating the portal. We've had a couple of players go into the portal. Again, I think it's the, the, the inability to get out and recruit during COVID. Um, and one or two cited that. Um, and, you, you know, you just never know if you're going to lose a player um, tomorrow. You know, and it's unfortunate that, that we're in the situation, but... You know, the transfer portal, it's another tool. Um, right now, I don't think it's a tool that we need to use immediately. Um, I think we've got to look at our needs at the end of our spring season and, and evaluate where we're at. And if we feel there's a player out there with a need, we need to go after that player. So, you know, for us, it's not the right time to use the portal, but it may be in a couple of weeks. And on the flip side, I know you want to keep and retain your your team. You're recruiting 
you know, to build. You're not recruiting, you know, one and dones. You're not getting rentals here. You're trying to you're trying to build a program. Yeah. And yeah, I know you've probably had these conversations with Christian Spears, and you probably had these with your staff and your players as far as trying to make sure you can retain your team and build that culture and keep everybody happy on campus because you know, they fall in love with Marshall, they fall in love with what you're offering, and they get here. And you want to make sure that relationship continues and builds and grows. So what are you, you know, feeling that you got to do to, I guess, re-recruit your players on a yearly basis? How does that work? Well, we just keep improving. You know, we, we really keep improving. One of the things that we've got in our, in our core values is, you know, you trust the process. Um, so we are, you know, we, we preach it to them all the day, every day, is you got to trust the process that we're in. You know, the tr- process that we're in is, for a young team that's really grown. And some of the best conversations I've had with student-athletes while my time at Marshall is every day when we get on the field, we just get better. We're getting better every day. So we're just preaching that every day about, you know, what our, you know what it's going to look like in three games, four games, six months. And, and they're seeing that, you know, and they're seeing that in the performances. The second thing that we do is we just make sure that they're happy on the field. You know, we create a competitive culture where, you know, we haven't got, we're not relying on 11 and 12 players. We're relying on 16, 17, 18. Um, you know, so we're looking at it, that side is you, you recruit your players by giving them the right experience, giving them the right um, environment to succeed, you know, promoting, promoting academic success. And then on top of that, when a new AD comes in and he's asking you for a wish list, that's only going to make you recruit your kids even harder and, encourage them to come back and look at what we what we're going to have in six months to yet michael swan's my guest don't forget in action going to athens on saturday to take on the bobcats and then you're going to be back here in huntington for april 3rd 3 p.m bellarmine university and then you've got something pretty cool going on on april 10th you've got virginia tech and ohio going to be at yeah. hoops family field if you could talk a little bit about that, because that's going to be some fun soccer, and it's going to be a full day for herd fans who maybe want to come and spend a day, spend an afternoon, you know, watching some soccer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, we've got to be as coaches, we've got to be creative in, in the spring because we only get so many dates to do things. So, you know, we actually we had a, a fourth school coming in that day who couldn't pull it off with their schedule. And um, so the way the games, the way the day is going to be structured, we're going to play Virginia Tech. Um, then Virginia Tech are going to play Ohio and then we're going to end with playing Ohio at the end. So it's not going to be full 90-minute games. I don't think we could physically do that, um, any of the programs. So we'll break it up into you know maybe 50-minute games, 50-minute halves, um, <coughs> where each, each, each team's going to get over 90 minutes to play. Um, we want to stretch ourselves. You know, We're not going to stretch ourselves if we keep playing the same teams over and over again, but if we get to bring in a Virginia Tech or, you know, maybe in the future it's a WVU um, or a Cincinnati, we can, we can do that. You know, and that's what we want to do in the spring and get the best competition that we can play. So it's it, it helps us grow. It helps us learn. It helps us get better. And, you know, if we, if we have a good spring and we beat one or two of the teams, that's even better for the program. It gives us more confidence for the fall. Michael Swan, my guest. Good luck against Ohio on Saturday. Can't wait to get you back here so we can have, uh, what, four games? Because you get the Concord match as well on the 13th. So 
Yeah, after this, you're at home. You don't have to go anywhere for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't. This is this is it for the spring. We've uh, we've twisted a lot of our arms to try and get the schedule that we've got, and you know we've got it. So we're happy to have it. And Paul, just a quick note: we actually had to move the game this weekend. It's on Friday night at five. Um, we we had some issues with transportation, so we're actually playing the game in Ohio tomorrow at five p.m. Okay. Um, so we've got it going up on the internet. It was just kind of confirmed the last last twenty four hours. So we've uh, we've been able to move the game up so we can we can actually get there. <laughs> hey, every, anything you got to do to play. So exactly. If you go if you go to Herd Zone, the schedule will be updated soon. There, it's going to be tomorrow at Ohio, same time, right? Five o'clock. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, so tomorrow five o'clock. So you can um, or. Yeah, Thursday, right? We're so they're playing on Thursday. Sorry, sorry, Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay, Friday, okay, Friday, yeah. okay. I just want to make Lovely. sure I have it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to tell yeah. anybody wrong. So Friday, taking Friday, on Friday, yeah. Ohio, same time, five o'clock, not Saturday. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what we do. It's live radio. That's what we do here. That's Got exactly it. what we do. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got it written down. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll remind people that's Friday, so nobody drives to Ohio. On Saturday, looking for you. I mean, they can drive. It's it's a nice drive, but no, we don't recommend that on a Saturday. No, no, no. Unless you go on a hillbilly hot dog. Okay, that's fair. You can make half a you can make <laughs> half a journey up. You can do that anyway, up to, to cheer you on on Friday. So, good luck on Friday, taking on Ohio University. We will talk to you soon, and uh, good luck. And thanks for doing this again. Thank you, guys. Take care, Michael Swan. Ohio on Friday at. 5 p.m. So uh, look for a schedule update there. We'll continue with your phone calls and text. Text line is 304-523-2275. Phone line 877-420-TALK. More coming up. It's The Drive ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. With Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington for this edition of The Drive. Welcome back. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed our last segment with Michael Swan and you're following along with Marshall Women's Soccer, he mentioned to us that the match with Ohio that was scheduled for Saturday just recently changed to Friday in Athens. 5 p.m. So if you're planning on making that trip and you're heading up on Saturday, don't. Go on Friday, 5 p.m. So I just want to reiterate that for those of you maybe joining us just for the first time this hour or if you were with us last segment. Now, I need to remind you, we're here at the Union Pub and Grill on a Wednesday because we, we owed the Union a day. Usually, I'm here on a Monday, and the Monday special is $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. The Wednesday special, it's happy hour right now, till 7 o'clock, $2 domestic. So, if you're looking for a place to hang out on a Wednesday, it's the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Good talking to Coach Swan. I'm kind of curious, once things start coming out a little bit more what his wish list looks like some things that he wants to work on but you know he's really committed right now to building that women's soccer program and you've got the tools to win it Marshall look what the men did the men sort of show that you've got them tools 
Yeah, I don't know. Seating might be some of the things I might look at as far as making sure you have everything you possibly need in the facility. Expanding the facility if you have to, you know, amenities, things like that. Seating is probably a big issue. You know, maybe have more seating. Also, I would think scoreboard eventually might be something. I, I don't know if that's high on the list, low on the list. You, know, you always want to improve. But I would think seating maybe, grass field, things like that. Uh, sort of a, a wish list that I'm just kind of putting together. Definitely seating. I would think that would be the big one here, seating for the Thundering Herd for the men and women. Of course, the women would benefit. Anything that benefits the men will benefit the women. And I'm sure that you know, Coach Swan, Coach Grassy, they have a similar wish list as far as what they're looking to do. All right, we got to take the next break. We'll come back. We'll continue on with your phone calls and texts. The text line is open at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. It's our final segment today from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, your host on your drive for Wednesday, March 23rd. Our text line is 304-523-2275-304-523. 523-2275. Text the program anytime, Monday through Friday. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter as well. I'd appreciate a follow. Let me know you're out there, at Paul Swan. We'll be taking your questions next week on Twitter as well. We're going to welcome back to the program next week Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spears. He had a um, great conversation with us on Monday uh, he followed that up with a, a pretty good conversation as well with Tom Bragg over at Herd 247. I know Keith Morehouse over at WSAZ uh, posted something on the WSAZ website. He had a conversation with him there as well. So you know, if you're kind of wanting to track where he's at, he's been with me, Tom. He's been with Keith. I'm sure Cassidy Wood will have something soon. I'm sure Grant will have something with the Herald-Dispatch. So he's been pretty available to us, and he's been open and honest so far with everything we've asked him. And we'll get another opportunity to do that next week. I'm going to say that's 99%. Give me 1%, a little wiggle room just in case something comes up. But he's going to be back with us next week for the next few weeks. And you know, we'll try to get some new questions into him, some updates, maybe kind of get an idea of what some of the wish lists were. I, I really want to hear if he's able to share some of the things that the coaches are asking for. You know, I know soccer probably asking for grass field. I'm just going to say that right now. I'll speak for Coach Grassy until uh, further notice. Grass field, I'm sure that's going to be something that he's asking for. Uh, I'm sure – uh, some of the questions um, about air conditioning have been asked at the Henderson Center. I'm sure fans are asking about that. So all of that is uh, something I'm curious about as far as what he's able to do, what he's able to uh, get done short-term, long-term. Of course, you know, when he was with us on Monday, he talked about, okay, softball needs lights. Well, you know, how can we work that out to be beneficial? You know, you're going to have to get lights eventually for baseball as well. So how do you work that out to be beneficial? Is that a good move on his part maybe to wait 
or can you do something early now with softball? As you mentioned, we'll get it on the timeline. I can't tell you where it's at on the timeline, but it is on the timeline. There is, um, and I like that. At least you know you see. Okay, here's how far out your project is. Here's where you're at as far as what we can get done. Get some short-term things done. Get some medium-term things done. Get the long-term things done. So I, I do like his philosophy, and we'll find out more about it next week. Looking forward to that. Busy night, of course, if you love college basketball. First up, Glenville State, one game away for playing from a national championship, taking on Grand Valley State. That is coming up tonight, 7 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. So we might have another national champion coming to the Mountain State in Glenville State. they got to get past Grand Valley State first in the Division II national semifinals. So the women are doing pretty good stuff right there. If you're a hockey fan like me, tonight, Penn Sabres, 7.45 p.m. on TNT. And then we've got basketball for you coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As the 76ers are taking on the Lakers, our coverage begins 9.30 tonight. And that is right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. So busy night as far as that's concerned. Of course, you know, you get NIT action as well. And don't forget, you got time to tune in to the second half of the CBI Championship. Are we, are we rooting for Middle Tennessee, or do we care? Do we root for Middle, or do we care? Because right now, at half, Middle Tennessee leads UNC Wilmington 34-30. to That's the halftime score. This, of course, the CBI championship. We're divorcing them, right? So we shouldn't even talk about them. I mean, yes, it's, it's, it's a championship. They're playing for a championship. And Marshall just happened to be in the same conference with them. But we're divorcing them. So do we care? Do we keep looking over? Oh, hey, what's our ex doing? Or do we just completely, we're done? Don't care. I get it. I've had um, I've had those breakups before. I've, I've broke it, believe it or not. I've, I've had those breakups where the ex, you want to look over, but you don't. Like, no, I don't care. I don't care what she's doing. She can do what she wants. I don't care. I I, I dumped you. You're done. I'm I'm yeah. Marshall Dump Conference USA. We're done. Middle Tennessee. Possibly the CBI championship here. That is uh, going on right now. Uh, That is on ESPN2 if you are so inclined to check it out. Uh, Don't forget, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow, same time. Uh, We're working on Jeff Wagner. We're going to try to get him on the program. I can't promise anything yet. I can't promise anything yet, but we're going to try to get him on the program. I'm shooting for tomorrow. Because baseball is in action against Rice on Friday, and softball is in action against Middle Tennessee as well. All coming up on Friday. Softball is at 1 p.m., baseball is at 3 p.m. So I don't think we're going to be able to get either uh, Megan Smith Lyon or get Jeff Wagner on for Friday. But we're shooting to try to get at least one of them on. And I think we can get Jeff on tomorrow. We're going to find out, try to work his schedule, get him in. Uh, at least uh, get him on the phone. I want to talk to him a little bit about, uh, of course, the game, 
And I'm kind of curious what his conversations have been with the new athletic director, what he can tell us about the stadium, where it stands, some of the things that um, he's asked for, some of the things that the athletic director has talked to him about. That's all coming up tomorrow. We'll find out. So stick around. I appreciate everybody uh, coming back and doing it again with me. We'll do it one more time tomorrow and then one more time on Friday before we hit the weekend. So we got a couple more times to do this. Thanks for tuning in. For our producer back in the studio, we can't get on the air without him when we're here at the Union Public Grill. That is one Gabriel Sellers. This show doesn't happen here at the Union without him, so we do appreciate that. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.